0: Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, it's been said that success has a million mothers and fathers and failure has none. And nowhere is that more true than in politics. So as the midterms draw near, uh, if you win, uh, you want to be in charge of that. It was your idea. It was your candidate. It was your vote. It was it. Uh, and if your party or your candidate loses, i uh, clear out of the way. (laughs) No one wants to be near the blast zone of what happens if you lose power, uh, particularly in our nation's capital. So currently, it's a very interesting thing. Everyone, of course, is jockeying for position, trying to make sure that their side wins. Uh, But you also have some interesting jockeying going on with politicians on the left and the right starting to play the political blame game, sort of a preemptive blame game so that if they happen to lose, they can blame someone or something else. Uh, So who are those who are engaging in this? What does it look like? Uh, Let's dig into that just a little bit. So, of course, uh, as you just heard, as we were uh, talking with Stephen Shepard from Politico, uh, it is still a favorable wind towards Republicans in the House. The Senate seems to be pretty much a toss up. Uh, And so you start looking at the political fortunes and how things are being positioned. And you may recall not long ago, Mitch McConnell Uh, facing some of the headwinds for the Republicans, who it was thought would easily flip the Senate, and now it's back to a toss-up, has started to pre-position the blame game. Here's the way Leader McConnell described it. There's probably a greater likelihood the House flips than the Senate. Senate races are just different. They're statewide. Um, Candidate quality has a lot to do with the outcome. So he went from we should have the momentum as uh, the party out of power should uh, in most of those early midterm elections in a new presidency. Uh, and so he said, well, you know, the House is probably going to flip, but the Senate, that's, you know, that's hard work. That's big stuff. And it really, you know, it's a quality issue. So he's positioning that if races are lost in places like Arizona Nevada and Georgia, uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio, He's going to say, see, you you should have listened to me. It's a a candidate quality issue, uh, and you just should have done what I told you to do. Uh, And so he's kind of pre-positioning there. Uh, Also very interesting, uh, really fascinating conversation with former President Barack Obama. Uh, And uh, he was on a a podcast recently and was talking about the midterms coming up. Uh, It's called Pod Save America with Dan Pfeiffer. And in that conversation, uh, the president, former president Obama, I think was doing a little bit of pre-positioning of the blame game in case Democrats don't do so well uh, and what that will make happen for 2024. Here's the former president.
1: But I also think that when we're talking about putting together, as you said, durable majorities, we have to be able to speak to everybody about their common interests and what works for i think everybody is the idea of basic equal treatment and fairness that's an argument that's compatible with progress on social issues and is compatible with economic issues
0: uh, president obama went on on this uh, podcast uh, to caution his democratic colleagues and friends uh, to be careful about speech police cancel culture and some of those things that again may cost them in the midterm elections. Take a listen.
1: You know, not not being a buzzkill, right? <laughs> that's uh, you a, know, that's so, a lesson for the yeah, Democrats. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and sometimes Democrats are right. Yeah. It's it's like you know, sometimes people just want to not feel as if they are walking on eggshells, and they want some acknowledgement that life is messy, and that all of us at any given moment can say things the wrong way, make mistakes.
0: There was an interesting report uh, in the Hill today uh, talking about how the former president is sort of doing some of that pre-positioning in terms of the blame game so that uh, for example if the Democrats lost the House and the Senate uh, that would really be a troubling trend for the Democrats and how the former president may want to step in and sort of be the kingmaker and leader of the party going into 2024 and some of these things that he laid out in this podcast interview. We're not really the the talking points you would have going into a positive election. Uh, he's sort of looking past it to the next election, so he can then point back and say, "See, if you would have done what I had told you to do—to uh, get rid of the cancel culture, get rid of the speech police, uh, and uh, meet people where they are—that uh, would have produced a different result in 2022." Uh, and so, really interesting. Uh, a lot of finger pointing, a lot of placing blame. We know. Uh, that uh, President Biden had a lot to say today, positioning and uh, getting into the finger-pointing game in terms of the price of gas. Uh, And when, of course, right at the uh, big oil and big energy companies, we'll talk about that coming up at the top of the hour, and looking at what that actually means for you when you're filling up your car, what does it actually mean for energy independence uh, for the future of the country, and where does good policy and good politics come together? That's the ultimate test. Uh, But I think you're going to see from both Republicans and Democrats over the next few days, you're going to see a lot of positioning trying to build that momentum with 20 days to go. And you'll also see a number of politicians on both sides of the aisle hedging their bets so they have an excuse and someone to blame if things don't go their way on the 8th of November. That wraps up hour number 1 of inside sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for top of the hour news. Hour number 2 coming up. We'll start with President Biden announcements on energy how it will impact you. Stay with us.